All right, it's time again for Drummer Nation Live. Your host, Michael Vosbein. The show is about all things drum and drum-related, all things related to drumming, and uh, I talk to some of the best in the business. However, today, you're stuck with just me. I'm a professional, grizzled, veteran drummer who on a good day has delusions of adequacy. <laughs> Should be the name of a book or something about musicians. Anyway, it's just me today, and I'll tell you why, but we're going to have some fun. Stay with me. Here we go. It's time for Drummer Nation. How you doing? This is Bobby A, and today I wanted to tell you about how much I really love the Hudson Music digital app. Okay, now, check it out. It's an app that you can get for your device, and you can purchase books from the Hudson Music digital store and have them stored right on your device. The great thing about it is you always have it with you, and any content that might be video-related or music-related, is right there at your fingertips. It's a wonderful resource. Memphis Drum Shop is the world's premier provider of percussion instruments. With six showrooms of gear, MySymbol.com, the Memphis Gong Chamber, and a first-rate repair department, turn to Memphis Drum Shop for all your percussion needs. All right, who was that crazy man? Chad Smith. Um, today's a little different. I'm going on vacation. It's a short week. So I didn't have anybody lined up and I thought, you know, I did dozens of these by myself. I'm going to do one by myself. My new format is that Drummer Nation is going to be a live show almost always and, uh, guests almost always. Today will be an exception. Uh-oh, do I look out of focus to you? I do to me. Let's fix that. There it is. That should be better. Let's lock that. Okay. Got that fixed. Like I said, delusions of adequacy across the board. All right. A couple of things I want to talk about. First of all, this is not a political show. I keep politics away from this. In fact, I'm working as a communications director with a candidate for the Georgia State House, and I never mention that here because it's not related to drums. However, every now and then, politics and music cross paths and in Georgia in Atlanta specifically recently we had a big concert canceled um music midtown has been a festival that's been going on for a long time and uh brings a lot of bands a lot of people multi-day event but the Georgia governor passed a law that says that they can carry guns almost anywhere without uh, a permit or anything and so uh, promoters of the concert thought well it's probably not a good idea to have a concert in which the patrons or the attendees, the, the fans, are armed. <laughs> so they canceled the concert. So that's kind of just what we need in this day is um, gigs being canceled for things like that. Anyway, you can come down wherever you want on that. I'm just portraying it from the point of view of a musician thinking that there's less work. So the politics of it are up to you, and I encourage you to think about those things across the board. Now then, because it was a short week and I didn't have a guest, I decided, you know what? Top 10 lists are popular. Remember on David Letterman, Top 10, he had a little theme song for it and all that stuff, all that drive. So um, 
I decided to put together my own little top 10 list, and I'm calling it Top 10 Tips for Gigging Musicians, but specifically gigging drummers. Um, let's get out of that and go back to me. And these are completely arbitrary, and they're off the top of my head. I could have done 20 of them, and if you talk to another drummer or musician, they might have 20 different ones. But I'm also uh, addressing maybe an older style of gig where the sideman hired gun player. You know, as a musician, when you get out of school or you throw yourself in the professional market, you're often called upon to play things you wouldn't have expected. And in the course of making a living, hell, I've played a circus, I've played a rodeo, live concerts, rock, funk, jazz, pop, uh, Latin stuff, whatever it is, you know, you're supposed to be ready for it and be able to show up to the gig and kill it. If you do those kind of gigs, let's just preface it with that. If you do the hired gun sideman thing, I've got some tips for you. All right. So they're totally arbitrary. The first one is use quality gear. If it's a crummy gig and you don't want to do it, don't take it. But if you're going to show up to the gig, show up with your best stuff. You know, uh, I hate to see musicians showing up with crummy gear, heads that are shot, you know, symbols that are beginners symbols, uh, kits that the hardware doesn't work on or it squeaks and makes noises or all kinds of things bring good stuff okay that's the best thing you can do to start with is bring good stuff now sometimes you think about carrying all that in well you know you can configure your stuff with cases and wheels and and hand carts and so forth to where you can bring in quality stuff cymbal bag rug you know stick bag all your drums uh in one trip so that you're not, I mean, you don't know where you're going to have to leave your car or where, if you're making several trips, is it safe on the street? You don't know where you're going to be parking or what's going to happen there. Just bring a good kit and bring it so you can carry it in all at one time. All right. Next one I came up with was uh, show up early. Show up early. My dear friend, Ralph Peterson, who's passed, used to say to his students, if you're not set up and ready to play 30 minutes before the gig starts, you're late. In the theater world, if you do those kind of shows, call is 30 minutes before the show. And I like it because they'll come around and say 15 minutes, five minutes, places, and uh, you know where you are. And in, in, if you're not there a half an hour ahead of time, you're late. So please get to the gig early. Show up with great stuff. Get to the gig early. Um... Uh, Dress and act professionally. I've got nothing wrong, nothing against showing up in flip-flops and cargo shorts if you're playing that kind of place, but not if you're working for the governor. See what I mean? Dress and act professionally. Now, the, 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 it seems to have passed that we work in tuxedos because I lived in a tuxedo. I used to have two of them and dozens of shirts, and I lived in a tux for a long time. They don't do that so much anymore. But if you're supposed to wear a tux... Buy a real tux. Don't show up in black sneakers, uh, black jeans, some kind of jacket that's black, uh, you know, white shirt, funky tie. You know, you just look like hell, and you're going to stick out like a sore thumb even on a bandstand away from people. Nobody may call you on it, but they just won't call you again. I had a study for a long time at the Ritz-Carlton here in Atlanta in Buckhead, and we had to live in our tuxedos every night. And, man, you know, our shoes were shined. The tux was pressed. The shirt was pressed. Maybe we had studs and cufflinks and 
and, uh, you know, clean, good-looking, quality clothing because that's what the gig called for. If you want to have a, a different kind of gig, you know, you're playing on a, a bandstand somewhere at a concert, you can, you can wear anything you want, man. But make sure you're dressed appropriately for the gig. All right? Now then, most of the time on these kind of gigs, there's a band leader or a music director, usually a leader, and you're a side man. That means you don't make any of the decisions. You show up with a great attitude and you play your ass off. And anything else is up to the leader. So if somebody comes to you with a comment, hey, man, the band's too loud. You address them, you ask them to address it to the leader or you pass that a comment along to the leader. It's not up to you to decide anything. You're a side man, okay? Remember that. There's an axiom in baseball. You know, in baseball, you can define the strike zone. We know what a ball and strike is. If you read the rules, it's a box that defines the strike zone. But we all know that's kind of arbitrary. The real answer as to where the strikes and balls are is wherever the umpire says they are. If he calls it a strike, it's a strike. You can't argue balls and strikes in baseball or they throw you out of the game. You can argue all kinds of other things, but not balls and strikes. So in a band... Musically speaking, the conductor or the music director is always right. If they're giving you a tempo and they decide to change it, if it's a show, if it's a Broadway kind of thing, if it's a lot of different things, you go with it, man. If they say double time, but it's not really double time, you play where they put it. The conductor is always right, uh, especially if you're working with actors, singers, dancers, all kinds of other people. That conductor has a lot going on that you're not privy to or, or aren't responsive to or having to answer for. Conductor is always right. Dress the stage. What I mean by that is don't take your funky tennis shoes off and put them next to the hi-hat on a bandstand. Take your cases and put them somewhere else. Find out where to put them. That can be a problem sometimes because I've had club owners say, well, we don't have a place for them. Just put them in your car. Say, well, no, I'm not putting them in my car because the person breaking into the car to steal my stuff doesn't know that those cases are empty till after they smash the glass. So there is that. Um, but you can always find a place to put them anyway. Make sure the stage looks professional to the audience and you don't have your stuff all strewn about. All right? Next one I have. This would be number seven out of ten. Don't touch anyone else's gear. My most pros know that, but, you know, sooner or later, somebody watching this is going to get bitten by one of these tips I'm telling you. And um, they may not chew you out. They might. But if they don't, they just might not hire you again. But um, it, this don't touch anyone else's gear. It can get a little iffy. If you're working, like, in a union hall and you want to move a mic two inches on your tom-tom, do not touch it. That's not your stuff. Call the sound guy over, sound woman, whoever it is, and get them to, you know, have that discussion with them. I think we all know not to move somebody's guitar amp or pick up somebody's trumpet. But little things like that. Don't touch anyone else's gear. Number eight, be musically prepared. Whatever the gig is, and sometimes you're, you're surprised or you're working in a setting where you're, you don't, nobody knows what it is until they get there. But if it's a country band playing a certain type of country music, make sure you know that music. 
we used to call it the book in big band days it's like come show up and read the book the book was called that because the music was a folder that was that thick might have 200 charts in it but you were supposed to know the 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 main music from that band before you got on the bandstand so familiarize yourself if it's a jazz trio and an Ahmad Jamal bag you would behoove yourself to know who Ahmad Jamal is and what what that bag is if it's a funk gig you better know your funk all right and so be musically prepared and show up with a great attitude if you're playing music you don't like nobody wants to know about that if the singer calls, you know, it's the night of a thousand ballads, we like to call it. Well, a singer might call five ballads in a row. <sighs> They're not asking your opinion. They don't care if you want to, don't want to do five ballads in a row. Nobody cares if you don't like the song they've called. You're supposed to be a professional and kill it. Okay? Great attitude. Number nine, depending on where you work, stay away from the patrons and the guests. You can take your breaks outside. Uh, if you do, a lot of times people want to talk to the band in a club or wherever you are, that's fine. Make sure you never offend any of them. Don't get into political arguments about things. Don't get into, you know, whatever they say, you're, you're there to serve them. You're a side man on a gig and they're a guest. Okay. And the last one should go without saying, but I've seen this happen a lot. Um, alcohol is legal in certain parts of the country. Pot, giving away my age, we used to call it pot. Marijuana, weed, as they call it now, can be legal, maybe not. In any event, whatever you do in terms of partying, let's call it, that's on your own time, man. Do not do that on the bandstand. Do not show up to the gig drunk, loaded, stoned, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to do, I'm not moralizing. Uh, I suggest you don't break the law, but separate your... Uh, 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 recreational activity from professionalism and playing the gig. Don't get high on the gig. Don't get drunk on the gig. Don't even drink on the gig if it's a good idea not to. Most gigs, you play in a club, somebody buys you a drink, you know, that's fine. But as a rule, you owe it to yourself and the band and the customers and, and the audience and the owner and everybody else to give it 100%. And the only way you're going to do that is if you're straight. Okay, so I'm not making a long show out of this. That's what I wanted to talk about. Uh, essentially, again, top 10 gig tips in no specific order, not um, codified in any way, shape, or form, totally arbitrary, arbitrary, the little mouth is sticking together, totally arbitrary and, suge and suggestive on my part, but that's the way I feel about it. I hope you've got something out of this. Please don't be somebody whose gig gets screwed up because you don't follow some of these rules. They're not rules, but you hear what I'm saying. You could break it down into a couple, which is be a professional. Be a professional, act professionally, treat everybody with respect and courtesy. And the last one is play your ass off. No matter what's going on around you, man, you tune all that out, focus on the kit, do the gig, and they'll call you again. All right, I'm going to see a couple more spots and take it out. Please pay attention to my sponsors. These are wonderful folks. And uh, I'm not sure where I left off. Um, <laughs> here it is. Take care. We'll see you next time after my vacation. Hello, everyone. My name is David Victor. I'm general manager with the Craviato Drum Company. We wanted to offer a one-ply solid shell product 
but we wanted it to stay true to our mission of offering handmade drums of uncompromised quality built here in the USA. So take a listen to our Center Stage Series drum set. I absolutely love playing drums and I couldn't imagine uh, not having that in my life. And I really, uh, if I could help facilitate that and have an impact on your life so that you could play drums, that means the world to me.